Music and art are an expression of an artist's perspective on life. They shape our own perceptions of reality and help us develop an appreciation for the world around us. Connect with creatives of every nature to understand and deepen your connection to their work on the Evoked Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Evoked Podcast. Today I'm joined by actor Angelica Mason. Angelica, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And it's also pronounced Angelica as well. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. So we'll just get both pronunciations out there. <laughs> yes. Uh, but definitely not Mason. I do say Mason to people when I know they don't have a little <laughs> spiciness in their life. So I'll be like, yeah, Angelica Mason. Um, but it technically it's Mason. Okay, cool. But an actor and recently getting more active uh, as far as promoting yourself through social media. And that's how we found you. Um, but yeah, um, uh, quite an interesting story so far. You know, just kind of hearing your uh, acting journey. So why don't we start by where you're from? Originally Southside Girl, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge part of your identity. I mean, you move 10 minutes away and you're like, I miss home. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? You live on like the same side of town. Yeah, I, well, so, you know, I, so my mom is from Mexico. She's from Ciudad Juarez. Okay. And um, when she found the place that we lived in when I was seven, she was like, she, she wanted, she was a very much a go-getter and she was like, this is a two flat. I'm going to have my own residence and everything. And um, yeah, it was 51st and Western and little did I know that place would be home, home for like from seven to 29. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I I was, I wanted to go off to college, but I was like, why? When, I, when my mom is here and I could just, you know, stay with my family and I got my dogs, like it was just, it was home. And so, um, and then when the pandemic hit, it was becoming too much. And so mm. I, I moved out and- I told my boyfriend, I was like, cause he was looking for a house and I was like, look, it needs to have all these requirements and I need to, be, I need to make sure I'm close to my mom. And then luckily enough, he was like, what about this house? And I was like, oh great, put an offer. And luckily it just so happens to be 10 minutes away from my mom. Okay. So I'll call my mom and be like, hey mom, I'm coming over. And yeah, it's just that, yeah. If I was in California, I think I would, I would die. And I think, well, one, I love how much you love Chicago and your neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. I totally agree with you. Totally different vibe, especially if you're from here. Uh, it just is right. The people are different. Um, you, knew from an early age you wanted to act yes yes oh man so I didn't tell you but um (laughs) so my dad would take me and my brother every weekend to go see all the movies since I was a kid like before I could even remember and so every weekend he'd be like all right let's go and so we, we my mom would be like all right you know there you go and so we would go to the AMC get our popcorn I get my hot dog I know you were saying you don't like pizza but you like hot dog like, oh yeah oh yeah you know put put everything on like there pizza? I just get, I'll get to that I know, I know. go ahead I'm sorry <laughs> you're, you're I just still can't get over the pizza part. No, I'm kidding. Um, and then, uh, and then we would sit, I just like we watched like Independence Day. I remember watching Independence Day when I was a kid. I was so scared. That was a scary movie for me. I remember watching The Mummy. Like we watched all the box office hits, and I just like thought like I mean, you of course you would see like the credits at the end of like how the actors did everything. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool, and I want to do that. And and when I got older, I never said anything, but I was like, I want to do that. And then when I got like 15, I was like, I, I said, hey, I want to take acting classes. And my parents were like, okay, well, find 
at a place where you can do act. I'm like, what? And the internet was still kind of new to me. But I found a place and I went and that was at 15. That was just the start of everything. And so you waited until 15 to express your desire to act? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? I think because I didn't think that acting was going to be a way for me to to make a feasible living or I didn't think it was possible. Like, you know, yeah. you, you see when you see people doing it, you're like, oh, wow, they're doing it. That's awesome. But you don't think you could do it because like you just don't know. How, you don't know a way to get there. No one's telling you how you can get there. There's no path to get there. So yeah. you're just like, OK, well, I know my mom wants me to be successful. So I guess I'll just go into marketing or something. Do you think that's culturally part of it? Like, uh, I think just part of the, the you know Latin culture, Mexican culture, but that if you're not doing something that's hard work or that has that uh, element of it that, that you work hard for your money, that you shouldn't do it? Um, well, I think my parents did that. I think like they already were like, we worked hard for you to be here so you can pursue whatever you wanted. But I think they wanted to see their work play out. Sure. To to be measurable. So to them, yeah. success for the, for them was like something that was, I guess, being like, well, she's working hard to to do this thing. So like that's oh, great. That's good. I mean, that's support. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just hear it often. of like, oh, how much money do you? How does that? How much money does that make you? You know? Or like, yeah, what are the guarantees? Almost. It was it was both. Gotcha. It was like it was like, oh, that's so great. You're pursuing your dream. Um, but how much money is that going to pay? Mm. And it's like, oh, you know, hey, did you ever think about getting your master's to do this? And I was like, mom, I just graduated from like with my BFA, like, oh, hold on a second. I don't know. Like yeah. maybe I want to get into something else. And so it was, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of like, my mom had a path for me where she was like, you, you got your degree, you got your degree in something, which is great, but now do something with it. Where I was just like, well, man, acting is that, can I still pursue? Like, how does that, like, so I was trying to figure out that pathway when my mom was pulling me another way and I had to eventually be like, no, mom, stop. I'm going to do this thing and I got to figure it out. Yeah. And it's, it's a process. It's a hard way. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Now, did you, did you get your degree in acting? I did. Yeah. Good for you. I got my BFA in theater performance. Um, did that for four years. And, um, I mean, for some people like they were, they, they get an agent, they get a project and they're okay to, to go ahead and, and like be in a TV show and they're like, they're, they're set for life, but that's not, that's not like that for everybody. Yeah. It's hard. So especially if like you don't have like sometimes for people like myself, you have to keep on working until you find that way. Right. And the Chicago is I mean, a place that people are coming to. And we happen to be from here. Right. How. And then you mentioned not wanting to go out to California. And before we got on the mics, you had mentioned how you also see that Chicago is is, is bringing a lot more uh, production here, right? And you do see that. It's very active in that. It's actually active in the pursuit of it, right? Oh, yeah. How have, for you, kind of seen that evolve? Well, I know you're trying to be more active on social media, but now pursued marketing yourself because you still have a full-time job, right? It's not like <clears throat> you can just give that up and go pursue acting. I mean, everyone knows that you need to sustain yourself. So, yeah, how do you how do you do that and balance those two worlds between like auditions and making yourself available, marketing yourself? Yeah, take, take me down that journey of this is what I got to do to to get out there. Um, well, for me, what I have to do is I say yes to everything. So, so if my agent is like, "Are you available for this project that shoots in two weeks?" and I'm like, "I'm I have to work," but I'm like, "Yes, 
Absolutely. I don't even say like, because the moment that you say, oh, I have to check in with my job or like, can this audition be moved from one o'clock to three o'clock? Yeah. It's just, it's too much work. Forget it. The, your your opportunities are being slimmed down. Yeah. So you just you just make it work. So I'll be like, hey, I can't come into work today, um, which I have done multiple times. So when I was on Chicago PD, I auditioned in during the pandemic, which is so insane. And um, I had to call into work and be like, I'm not gonna be able to come in today. And yeah, and, and they were like, oh, okay, no worries. Luckily I had sick time to cover it. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, you just, you do, you just always say you're available. You do whatever it takes to, to just to make it work because those opportunities don't come all the time. And if they do, you it's like, you're the perfect person to do it. You gotta make sure you just, you just gotta, you just gotta capture every opportunity. And for it's, sure. yeah, absolutely. In the mindset of it, do you feel like you're, yeah, talking about the mindset of, of one rejection, because that's a big deal, oh right? I mean, that's like the resiliency <laughs> that you need to have to do this. But taking it personally, I, that's what I, I'm, I'm kind of alluding to in terms of the mindset of, <clears throat> it seems to me like you just either you're a right fit or not, right? And I think there's this overemphasis on auditioning where it's more just showing up to be you, right? And and if it's a good fit, then it's going to be a good fit. And if not, it's, it's obviously you could take it that way. But yeah, take me through the mindset of, 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 of that like how do you not take it personally how do you bounce back how do you keep doing what you do with so much resiliency oh honestly it's a it's a roller coaster it's a like I've gone up and down with like depressions of like well fuck like are they not I don't know can I say that mm-hmm. <laughs> okay uh I'm like well man you know they didn't I knew I was a perfect fit for something but they didn't hire me because I'm too short. I like something that I experience now with with um, with the, you know with the Black Black Lives Matter movement. You know, a lot of I see a lot of commercials now are looking for ethnically ambiguous or like mm. black and mixed Latin Afro like everything, mm. and a lot of like and a lot of less. Um, Less white characteristics. Interesting. But the, and but they're the, making that known like that too? Oh my God. Yeah. They The specs that they give you in the audition is like, we're looking for someone who's Afro-Latina, someone who's ethically ambiguous, non-binary is now becoming a thing too. Yeah. They're, it's, casting directors or specs for those specific talents are definitely coming. Like if you can hit all those, great. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's the industry is constantly changing. Like that's what I mean too. Like why go somewhere else? When Cinespace is right, right. is changing, like Cinespace is not Bro. the way it used to be anymore, and so I'm like, you know, I think I'm gonna stay in Chicago for a little while longer. But yeah. but yeah, it's rejection is super hard, especially when I I'm a light skinned Latina. I'm not dark. My my features are like I could look Italian or I could look something else, and if I don't look like what they're looking for and they're not going to say what they're looking for exactly sometimes because they want to see what talent is out there. Mm-hmm. So you see who is auditions, like maybe someone like myself can change their mind if you're looking for someone who's like super specific. Yeah. But for me, some of the challenges that I experience is that I'm not dark enough or I don't look very like my eyes or features don't look very Latin enough or the way I speak is not very like ethnic. ethnic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things that can the reasons why you're not hired. Is there a way or have you found a way? I mean, you're, you're doing auditions and you're saying you take opportunities that come along, but is there any way to create opportunities for yourself or are you really at the mercy of the industry? It depends. Um, you can definitely create opportunities for yourself. Um, I 
before the pandemic, I was very religious on going on like Facebook or going on like the website where they post all of these auditions for for theaters. And I was very religious on submitting everything. Like, here's my headshot. Mm-hmm. Here's my resume. Um, you know, can I please have an audition slide? Um, and of course, like you can create your own content too, which a lot of people do. They, they, they'll write and then they'll like partner up with a director or they know somebody who can like create things and stuff. Yeah, there's there's ways to create your own content. Uh, for me, it's just like it's like you have to figure out where you want your time to be and then like how valuable valuable are you to put that effort and I'm actually really terrible at writing <laughs> so I'm not I'm like I I try to write my own episodes of I remember years ago and I was like this is terrible <laughs> so I, like I wouldn't even watch this <laughs> yeah I was like uh so I just decided that I would um I would just find collaborators and people and of course like you know once you collaborate with one person it, that kind of connects you with other people which for is sure. really nice um but yeah that's that's how I find work for myself it's just by collaborating reaching out knowing people going to networking events too if possible so, yeah Talk to me a little bit about that, the networking part, the community part of, I mean, yeah, Hollywood is a, has been a thing for forever that it's already has its own kind of culture and community. Whereas I don't, at least just because I'm from the outside looking in, I don't really see that here in Chicago. Do you find that already? There's a community for actors, to people, you know, to come together. Um, is it supportive? Yes. So Chicago is a very supportive community in other actors. Like I know that I've heard stories of actors going to California to audition for something. Like, um, and some of the people in California or some of the actors in California can be a little rude. Hmm. Um, they can steer you the wrong way. Like for like example, deliberate, like deliberately. Yeah. yeah, deliberately. Like for example, there was an actor who went to uh, California to audition for this project and she had asked somebody for directions and obviously <gasps> looking oh, and the no. the other I like oh you look like an oh. actor and she was like oh yeah it's it's at two blocks down that way and if it wasn't for the girl who arrived early was at you know looking to where to go from Chicago um she wouldn't have found the place and she would have missed her audition slot wow so that's there's some there's some malicious people of especially I mean granted I don't want to say California is terrible because like who knows maybe like maybe that's just that one person you know for sure but you like you really don't hear that here. You don't hear like, that. People here. are so eager to help you. They are. It's the Midwest, man. Right. <laughs> but is that Midwest nice? Like that's what we talked about. I lived in California and I experienced some of those things. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I noticed this. There's like a a very present. Mm. You know, I'm aware of the difference uh, in people, right? Mm-hmm. In that. So it's interesting though that we could have this kind of appeal from. Um, Hollywood, like a production standpoint, you know, that, and, and I'm sure you've seen it too, like just how many movies get produced here, how many shows, how many things, how many topics, even stories that come from here, right? Like Emmett uh, Till, um, right? now. No. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. Till movie, Till, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like things like that, it's just, or, or even like uh, Judas and the Black Messiah recently that I saw, like things like that, where you're just like, huh, Chicago's always seems to be, you know, on the uh, on the map as far as... Candyman. Yeah, right, Candyman. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, the, the contrast between it, where do you see kind of yourself, like the role that you're playing as Chicago becomes this mm. mecca for for film and production? Um, can you redefine that question? Yeah, like what role do you hope to play as it evolves, right? If it's almost like I see it as 
Hollywood 2.0 a little bit, right? Mm, Chicago, I don't know. Chicago, I feel like Hollywood, in my perspective, you know, outside looking in, is very much a glamour eyes, very much tight knit, very much like top tier. And it's very hard. I know that when I when I would talk to some writers, they were um, they were saying like the the what is it the TIFF like the um, Toronto Film Festival. Oh yeah, right. Is not the way it used to be. It's very like it's changed. Grand, this is like this is a little while ago, but they were saying that like before they would really really be open to projects, but now they they're like very much like because it's very much like hollywood influence they want like the top top like you need to have a whole bunch of credentials to make sure that they even consider you to watch your film so it's yeah so it's and i feel like you know that's where hollywood is it's like you need mm. to you need to have so much credentials to be even yeah. considered where chicago like it's not based on talents who you know kind of thing in Chicago? No, in Toronto, like in Hollywood and all those Oh, things. it's like, it is. It really, and it, granted, even in this world too, like it, it is based on who you know. Um, but I feel like Chicago is just, they're just like, hey, like, come on in. And I've, I've gone to auditions. Like I see, you know what's the craziest thing is when you go into an audition room and you see the same kind of person. Like I saw, I saw like 15 other women who, who look like you who looked like me like your doppelgangers i was like oh my god how, how creepy is it it's so fucking creepy really it's so fucking creepy. i mean do you think they really look like like as you're looking at them like well no okay, okay so let me let me define what that means is that like they are the same height hmm. more or less they have the same like light skin dark hair brown eyes Mm-mm. you know and oh yeah that would be I mean, and even you know just that like as you're saying it and you're like this is a, like, a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> and you're also wearing, like, so they also, like, oh, dress like your character. And if your character is, like, uh, a teenager, <laughs> you know, or, like, a, like oh, yeah, like a rugged teenager, and you're all wearing different forms of what you think rugged teenager is, and, yeah. What? Sweet. They make you, so, like, what if you don't have those things? And you got to go out and buy stuff? <clears throat> well. Like, do you do that? Oh, you ha- I mean, sometimes if, if you have to, because you have to, right? If you have to, you have to. That's I, crazy. I would, go, I go thrifting. I mean, you Amazon, well, yeah, right? No. Or you Amazon, <laughs> and then you return it, or you go to yeah. I was just like, what's your return date policy? Great. So crazy I've done that the before. That you have to do. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of little n- tricks and stuff that you learn on the way. Yeah. And then, how, is there a way to get feedback through those auditions, through things like where? Can you work on something that you know you're not good at? Or, like, is anyone going to tell you you didn't do good on this? Um, sometimes the casting director will tell you in the room. Um, I've gotten that before. <clears throat> that was a little was a little harsh. Yeah? Yeah. Like it wasn't delivered <clears throat> uh, compassionately or what? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah. She, you suck at this. No, no. She, she was like, um, I went into the audition. It was like, the girl has a broken leg. And... You know, I said whatever, said my lines. And the casting director was in there. She's she's one of the top tier casting directors in Chicago. And um, she was like, uh, she was like, okay, can we stop right there? And I was like, okay. And she's like, um, which leg is the broken leg? And I was like, oh, it's this one. She's like, okay. Um, she's like, well, next time uh, you should really define which one is, is the broken leg. Um, thank you so much for your time. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and that was it? That was it. So she like interrupted you to tell you you failed, and yeah. why? 
Yeah. At least you told you. Yeah. Well, I was like, okay, well, at least my character work. Okay. Well, you know, I was just, but you know, the thing is, is that like this, granted, this is before COVID. I would, you, you get so nervous because you, you walk in the room and you see the same people. Yeah. And then you like, you're like, and you also, you're, you're auditioning for one of like the big casting directors in Chicago. And then you, and like, then you have to practice, be like, okay, I practiced all my stuff. Now I have to forget about it and just do it. And then you, you get nervous. <laughs> well, and, and it's part of those, part of that nervousness. Is it that, um, like, is it, I guess there's no like nice way to say this, but like the smaller roles, right? Is it, a, is it, you know, that you're going into more of like a, an extra or whatever that, um, or can you, no matter what your experience is, say, I'm just going to go apply for these like leading role or get, it, it, I got you and you know, if your agent gets you an audition, I'm just trying to understand how that kind of aspect of it works. Is like, how are do you, you get more the roles nervous? Like yeah. Like, is there like you can't just apply for the main role? Like, are you crazy? You know, you haven't done anything, kind of thing. Or and you have to take steps to get there. Or mm-hmm. is it when you walk into an audition that you might see fifteen other girls that look like you, but one of them or a couple of them might be, you know, famous actresses, kind of thing. Um, and you have to compete with them too. Well, so I'll give you an example. There's there's multiple things. So I auditioned for the role of Selena oh, on wow. Netflix. Yeah. And it was like they were the company or the the casting director was throughout a net and like I'm looking for these specific people and your agent. Right. You don't pay your agent, your your agent. So commission based. they're commission based. They take a percentage of your paycheck and. They're like, Angelica, we know that, you know, you kind of dabble in some singing. We have this really special thing, um, you know, well, like prepare it and then come on, come on in. We'll help you film it and we'll submit it. And so it's it's based off of like what they're looking for. Um, yeah, a little bit of your experience, some of your talent. Um, there's just a lot of things like sometimes sometimes it's like, oh, we we like the look. It's OK if she has a little bit of experience or, or, you know, like, or if she has some experience, like that's even better. Like sometimes, sometimes they, they'll do the look first before experience. Cool. So yeah, it's just, it's a lot of things, but yeah. And obviously I didn't, you know, they chose someone who was more famous. Cause. Oh really? I didn't know who they chose. I didn't, I don't, I'm like, honestly, I, I tried to watch the first episode and it seemed a little like, I don't know, over dramatized. And I, yeah, it, didn't, it, it didn't like interest me as it, much as like the movie. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, you know, Jennifer Lopez. Um, Yeah, it was. um, Selena's forever. Yeah, Selena's. Yeah, they um, they chose. They ended up choosing somebody who um, was already established. Gotcha. Which was like honestly, it was kind of like a waste of time in a sense because you're like, well, why did you have? Why did you make us audition if you already knew who you wanted to cast? Right. 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 But and it sounds like it was a video audition. Or no. Oh yeah, it was yeah. a video. It was so funny because it was like before self tapes became like a big thing now. Because of COVID. Yeah, because of COVID, self tapes are a big thing. Self tapes, just like acting and and uh, like what is a self tape like by definition? Yeah, so self taping is like like I told you, like I have my lights, so I invested in like wow. studio lights. I have a tripod. I bought a mic. I don't use it all the time, um, and. Um, and then you use your phone and then you can edit it on the computer or you edit it on your phone and you right. submit it. So like self-taping is like, make sure your lighting is great. Make wow. sure you're, you know, all like, you know, when you say, like when you, when you took my picture, I was like, what's my ratio? Because they say in our descriptions, like make sure you get your, your hands and your both sides of your hands make sure you get from the waist up. This is an example of what the waist up is. Wow. Yeah. So there's a, so 
so with self-tapes, like it's becoming more and more of a thing where before it was like, you're like, what is that? What do I do? Yeah. And then your lighting could be bad and stuff. So yeah, it's crazy how COVID just really changed a lot for, and it, I mean, it's great. Cause I'm like, I could be, I could be, you know, I come home from work and I'll get ready and it's two in the morning and I'll, I'll go to sleep and I finally submitted my thing. So it's great. But if I had work, I would be like, I can't go into work. And think about how many times I have to call off for work because I'm like, oh, I had this audition. It's in person. Yep. So. Wow. Well, all very fascinating. You're a fascinating <laughs> person. How can people connect with you, find out more, just uh, support you, you know, through social media? Yeah. Um, I would, I would love, I would, I mean, I would love to collaborate on any projects, to be honest. Um, they can follow me on on Instagram. That's honestly like my number one thing that I, I turn to. I know I've been a little bit of a hiatus. Because, and what is your Instagram? Uh, it is, <laughs> it's my nickname. <laughs> it's uh, it's Jelly, J-E-L-I underscore 1215, which is my birthday, right? It's so original. It's very original <laughs> and very clever. So no. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing and just, man, what a, what a journey you're on and uh, very, very excited to hear where you end up. And I'm sure that there's going to be great things in your future. So thank you for, for sharing. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs>